Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. August 13th, 2021. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Friday the 13th edition of the yeah. show. Spooky. <laughs> TJ, are you getting excited for Halloween? I know it's just around the corner. Uh, you've got to be counting down the days, right, buddy? I sure am. Yeah, absolutely. Spooky season's the best season and uh, a nice August the 13th. No joke. And the folks lucky enough to follow me on Instagram, which is very exclusive, is uh, 28 years ago on this very day, thrown off a trampoline, broke my femur. How about that? Wow. What a great day in the history of the world. And it was, you know, obviously it was the 13th, but it was also a Friday the 13th as well in august and uh and then so, yeah. you were scarred for life uh, who throws what? a two-year-old off a tr- off a trampoline that's what well, i were was it your uh siblings they no, bounce you off they was, popcorn you it was the neighborhood babysitter and she was like do you want to do a backflip she was going to do i guess like you know her little like gymnastics spot kind of just twist me over her arm do a backflip and she went ahead and just yeeted me off the trampoline <laughs> i guess I, I was i guess i had a little bit more spring into me and i just you know flew flew off oh that's great like it's yeah. not great but it's i mean it's hilarious 28 years later so i was in a a, a cast because you know two-year-old breaking a femur obviously you're going to be in a cast but being so little the cast like went up to my like above my chest well to my chest basically and so it was basically i I just had to like crawl with my forearms dragging this big cast and my parents had it had a little hole where parents had to like kind of change or replace diapers which i just can't even imagine how horrible and gross that had to be hell is what is a better description yeah seriously and a lot of a lot of funny stories from that they'd have to just kind of basically just dragged me around in a wagon throughout the neighborhood and uh and then when they got the cast off there was just several different toys uh household items in the cast who mm. who knows what i was i was putting uh, in into that cast but i came back bigger and better than ever and ever since then i've been an elite athlete yeah uh it's, it's like friday the 13th you can now you can touch rim so <laughs> Okay, I can obviously starting at starting at three years old. Do you just boing? By the way, at the at the the cornhole tournament, which I won. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show or not, but I was the winner of that. I touched rim there. I I mean, I just I did. There there were witnesses, but and it was a double rim, which I think is more impressive. Although my friend made the case that maybe it's less impressive, but I got you know like the the top of it, so. Yeah, I mean, they could have just recorded you doing that, and you could prove us all wrong. But uh, there was like, you know, two hundred mm. people there, and I did it once, and I got it. So I, I and I looked weird and out of place because everybody was looking, 
so I wasn't going to do that again. I mean, you could have just said, "Hey, get this on video when I go try." But hey, no, you yeah. Know. But what if I what if I didn't get it? It'd have been great video. <laughs> that <laughs> would have been, know, I, TikTok would have just loved it, right? Uh, that's right. It would have went viral on the tickety talk. Hope everybody's having a good start to their day. Roush, there is a, a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. Busy, busy week. Uh, very busy week. I am curious though, TJ, I, I, before we get into news, I realized with Friday the 13th, Halloween around the corner, uh, you're going to have, you're going to be a, a pop pop for this upcoming Halloween. So I know you plan your costumes not always together but you're you're very uh forward thinking when it comes to costumes so I, i'm curious if you and hannah have discussed a big group costume for 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 you you all in uh, in baby oh uh, you bet that sweet butt of yours we have definitely talked about it and we haven't finalized any decisions i actually talked about this on the the big blue drew dad podcast uh, this this so if you if you want if you listen to that that was a good time. Then you, you've probably heard me say this before, but I basically told the wife that like the baby's going to have to be a prop. We need to get super because it's, you, this may right. be, we, you may only get two or three years of a child being small enough where they could kind of be like a hilarious prop. And, but nothing's really jumped out yet. And she, at first, I don't think really understood what I was talking about, but then she actually came up with the one that I thought was like the most clever. We're not going to do it, but it's, it's, it's this line of thinking. She was like, we can make the baby like a foot long sandwich. And I was like, Oh, and we could like, you know, I could be happy Gilmore (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you, you could be Veronica Vaughn or somebody or something like uh, his granny, you know, Miss Bennett, Veronica, Veronica Bennett. Is that the, I don't know. I oh, get the Veronica Vaughn's Billy Madison. Yeah, I Billy. I knew that was. I, I, I knew. I instantly realized that was Billy Madison. Madison, but uh, yeah, I, I get the Adam Sandler. Oh, you could have the, Hannah two weeks interest. postpartum dress like uh, the Mrs. Dunphy in the Happy Place. Oh, that's not a bad one either. The Mister <laughs> Mister guy. Yeah, I like I, I like that one. But she said, "I've already done Happy Gilmore. Me being Mister Larson means I can't do." another happy Gilmore oh, thing. So, yeah, yeah, uh, such is life, I suppose. And in the subway thing, we can do a lot better than that. But that's the lot that's what we're kind of thinking. Like that the would be cute thinking. funny to have like, yeah. you know, the baby wrapped up as a little sub or something like that. So that's where we're at. If you've got a good idea, we I'll gladly take it from you. Uh five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the text line. But I mean yeah, what's it's the- uh, there's nothing like the fall. What's the point of having a kid if you can't dress it up for funny pictures? exactly against their unknowing will yes exactly like that's that's why you have children is like we like i hope the baby likes it when it looks back on the pictures of it because it it, you know it's gonna happen one way or another you could have you could be uh it's not as cool but he could be the dog uh your wife could be dorothy and you could be the wicked witch of the west the dog a toto toto yeah and your little dog too. And it's not really a prop so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. Well, like, I guess the way I guess the way Dorothy carries Toto around, it's it's prop ish. Right. That's right, a little right. disrespectful to Toto, the the dog actor. It's true. It's yeah. true. R.I.P. <laughs> well, you, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so 
let's put on our serious faces. How about that? Oh no, I left mine at home. Oh, good thing I'm at home. Hey, I know this happens with every team. It's not going to stop me from complaining, but to Kel Crowdis, jeez, Roush. Well, 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 we're we don't know what we don't know. So yeah, but everybody's saying it's severe. Well, everybody was saying that Horsey's was severe on Saturday too, and then it was fine. So I'm I'm holding out hope. Although in that case, we found out by like seven o'clock that night. We haven't heard anything right now. Then it could be it could be bad. Yeah, um, I think it's yeah. I, I think it's probably bad, and that absolutely stinks. He was kind of the talk of last weekend, and shouldn't say the talk, but like I, I think more websites. Obviously, you're going to have, like, your Will Levis quarterback stories. But then, in terms of just, like, individual players, everybody had written about Dakel Crowdis putting on weight, looking good, and and potentially making a big role. Literally yesterday and the day before, you mentioned how, like, yeah, whether or not he's ready, he's going to get playing time because you've got a recruit at Frederick Douglass that is uh, going to want to see one of his former dudes do well or at least get the opportunity. And – literally it, it it happens i'm gosh there hasn't been a there hasn't been a preseason where it hasn't been somebody that we've been excited about since who knows when yeah that, that that's a good point um and, and especially when like because I, I was trying to mull it over in my head like okay what, what actually is the impact if he's lost for the year because i i mean i wasn't expecting to cal crowders to go out there and catch 25 balls and get a bunch of touchdowns or anything like that but you can't coach speed and i don't think there's any other player on the team that can do what he can do like i i really i mean crooms is pretty fast i mean but like you know you don't have that anywhere else at wide receiver i guess just you just don't have guys like that and so even if he didn't catch a ton of pat i mean he was going to get significant amount of snaps so if he's if he is in fact if, if his knees blown out and he's down for the year it, it would it would stink and i think more so it would stink for next year because you know one day on all in are going to be here and just to get a nice to, to lay a nice base to get his feet wet and to kind of get comfortable going up against like this would have been a good year to learn what it takes to get open against SEC defensive backs because he would be asked to do a lot of that next year. So uh, if it's in fact an ACL, it's it's really just an unfortunate setback to a very promising career. Yes, yeah, uh, I, and unfortunately, that's probably what it what it sounds like it's it's going to be. And I did choose my words carefully when I said like a player we're excited about. I I, I think Kentucky should still be fine. But it's uh, you're running low on wide receivers, Roush, and you already lost mm -hmm. two to just position changes. So, right, it's, it's uh, hopefully should still be okay. But you're at the point where, and you hate to like speak this into existence, but it's just true. Where if you're Josh or Wandell, injury away from it yeah. being a complete disaster at the position. <sighs> yeah unless I mean, you know unless there's a surprise and there probably will be at least one but even then it, it need to be a hell of a surprise and two you'd probably need well, just an additional one anyways you can have a pleasant surprise like Rasan lewis 
but it'd be like a Charles Walker slash David Bouvier. Like yeah. I don't, I think yeah. if you get a surprise, it's not going to be this great significant impact. Uh, you know, we have uh, guys on the Texan asking about Chris Lewis and Trayvon Morgan. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't know how much to expect from either. I, I really, I, I don't. I know in Lewis's case, like he certainly looks apart, but for for this year, like I, you know, I don't know. So I, I think, uh, in in all honesty, Terry. I'm if I'm going to put a lot of pressure on one player, it's it's got to be, you know, DeMarcus Harris, really. I mean, that guy has some tools, but he got the yips last year and dropped a lot of balls. So, uh he he did look solid uh at that open scrimmage on or that open practice on Saturday. He can be a guy that like I can actually like okay, you know, I he's he's been on the field before he can be a solid steady guy to give those guys you know a, a couple breaths out there and like isaiah it's like dude it's your five I, I i worry though if you're at this point you know you are what you are yeah yeah that that's my biggest fear with him because he does have the speed it's just being uh, you know it's being an adult going up and being a grown-ass man go be an athlete and finish a play go Go catch the ball. You know, it's like uh, boxing out is all great, but sometimes you just got to go be an athlete and go get the rebound. Being fast, it's good, but you got to finish the play. So those two guys, if they step up and, like, do what I think they can do, then you know what? This can this can work. Uh, you This can be – it can be all right, but there's no denying that they're certainly getting thin. You mentioned the two position changes. And then if Crowdis is out, you lose a guy that of all the freshmen that just have the tools to play early, like just go out there and run fast. Like that, that translates speed translates. So, um, you know, to lose him this early, it would be another just fart in the wind, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. And again, I know what happens other places. Florida just had a, major major injury and loss to their defense and it it does although and i I be healthy i don't want kids to get hurt but knock on wood i think louisville for the most part has uh been pretty clean for from i think they're having their media day this weekend though so maybe there'll be some updates then but i think they've been pretty clean but you know again knock on wood i don't want anybody getting hurt but it's uh, it's annoying. I don't like it. And it's uh, Roush. Do you think it's too late to kind of send out maybe some feelers across the country? If uh, hey, if you're a wide receiver and you want to play in the SEC, uh, eh, you know, probably maybe. probably too late. I think it probably is too. I don't. I wouldn't say impossible, but with the rare people who it could work out for what would, would they even bring anything to the table? The answer is from a probably, probably not, but right, go right. find, you know, somebody who's like the number two on like a good Mac team and give them the opportunity to play in the sec. And you don't need them to be all that great, but you literally just kind of need a body and some hands that can ideally catch a football. So uh, I wouldn't hate it. You know, NCAA violations be damned. I know you're not allowed to really go out searching like that, but if it were to work out, Kentucky football, poised to have a pretty exciting year, needs a wide receiver if you know anybody. Yeah, the um, the one 
person who could maybe fit this bill that I should do some asking around today is is actually another freshman, Devontae Ross, who was not uh, – he was overlooked by all recruiting circles but because they feared he wouldn't be able to academically qualify. That could be a guy that shows up late and has the speed and can be like, a, oh, okay, well, this kid's a, a good enough athlete to do it. So uh, I, I got to – I need to go ask around to see if it's possible or if they're just like, eh, probably not happening this year, if at all. So um, we'll check and see the good news, at least for, for him and you know, all the other kids, there's no ACT or SAT requirement. So maybe he just had to take some summer courses to get there. Uh, I'll ask around. Cause that, that could be a, and you know, a plausible option for a late arrival. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well you, you do your digging. I'll do some digging, but yeah. And, and TJ, I remember a few weeks back saying something along the lines of like, you know, preseason injuries happen everywhere and just kind of like wanting to, to get that out in front. But even this one, I'm like, son of a, like, come on, can we not make it a few days without some sort of, I mean, uh, gosh, I'm just, there's that, yeah. that, that fear and anxiety is just so like, Oh, come on. Don't, don't, don't be serious. Yeah seriously it's like one of the it's one of the parts of camp that we probably don't talk about enough during the you know june days of summer it's like all right it's you're basically just spinning a wheel every year for kentucky football and it's like which which player which players will you be without and while we're closer to football like enough where you know we can kind of smell it and see it on our tvs more importantly you're still weeks away and it's like, Oh no, you know, there's still going to be more hidden. There's I mean, still going to be more Saturday. They scrimmages. haven't even had a scrimmage yet. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, gosh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But you know, this is why you build the debt. You got to have the depth. If you want to be a consistent SEC football program, it's got to be the next guy up. Stoops has done that in ways that quite frankly, I, I didn't know were possible at Kentucky and I don't know if that was just from like the scars of the Joker era, but uh, you know, I, but my my expectations for Kentucky football certainly were a lot better than where they were in the Joker era. But I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if Kentucky could finish top 20, 25, 30 in recruiting rankings on somewhat of a consistent basis. And and I never, I certainly didn't think during the Joker era, just six, seven years later, that they'd be playing for an SEC East championship. So. Uh, Stoops has done a good job. There's depth in this program. Unfortunately, it's just a position that's kind of thin, partially because of the departures from transfers. But what were those guys going to bring to the table? Who's to say? And then position changes. That's just unfortunate. But that's what that's what's best for the team. So that's what you need to do. And then now an, an injury to one of the speedsters that I think everybody was excited to see, although expectations probably somewhat low but it was still it was still an exciting piece to the puzzle and now you're without so we shall see who who steps up now and i it is a little concerning you haven't heard about some of these other newcomers or promising players but it's also been what one media opportunity i know people behind the scenes can say this or say that and we haven't gotten those reports unfortunately but it's it's early in camp while that's also very scary i guess it's good for for somebody to emerge roush yeah, yeah, like you can figure out, you, you have time to figure out how to move pieces around if you need to, to to 
make it all right you know i mean especially with the upshaw case um having time to move isaiah cummings down there and then getting good reviews from it early on in camp like that's that was a uh that was a good development a positive development but um man it just it's it stinks and i i really don't know like how to spin it any other way other than it stinks and we just hope he's okay and that hopefully we do get some news that like well it's not as bad as we potentially thought but um man i was just like God, come on hey duh, duh. yeah I, and it, it allow me also to pivot to my yesterday point that they're gonna run the ball a ton this year Yep. They are going to run the ball a ton this year. And again, if Wandell and Josh Ali can stay healthy, boom, those are two reliable, really good SEC receivers, and you're going to run the ball a ton. It's it's just your margin for error becomes a little thinner, and that's concerning, and it also sucks because I was excited to see Crowdis, assuming it is as bad as people are making it out to be, which we have not got an official word yet, so that is worth mentioning again, yep. as we did yep. to start the show. But it 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 stinks. But I my expectations for the season aren't changing or anything like that. Yeah, no, it 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 shouldn't. It just the excitement factor. You know, you lose a little bit of the excitement factor. Um, but man, I do need to turn my friend upside down because I'm a little bummed. W- w- let's take get to a break, Terry, because I actually have some positive updates regarding uh, a healed wildcat who underwent one of those gnarly preseason injuries a year or two ago so we can take a break and and talk about uh, his positive developments on the other side i also have some news myself regarding uk athletics i'm not happy about it so there's all so double t's wow there you have Tease it. me, right. please me. KRC. Roka. I wonder if old Justin Kalen's listening. He's on vacation. We got Douglas, the producer, helping us and doing a great job. We'll be right back. TJ Walker and Nick Roush, Douglas, the producer. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Don't worry, I got an idea. An idea so smart, my head would explode if I even began to know what I was talking about. Rappers stepping to me, they want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. Another victory, they can't get with me. So pick a BC date, cause you're... Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on oh, Big Ed. Huh? Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Roush. Have a big old golf scramble tomorrow. It's one of my most anticipated ones of the year. Ooh, same and for me. I've I've put together I've I've gotten the two probably the two best golfers that I know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd say I'd say so. Two of the best golfers I know on my team. So we're we're gonna go low, baby. Are you? Are you really gonna go low? Yeah, I I I think anything anything less than 16 under would certainly be disappointing, but I'd like to at least go a birdie per hole average. You, you so 18 under at 
18 under is I think what I'm setting the mark at. Anything below 16 under, I'll be pretty up. I'll pretty I'll be disappointed. Well, if you want to do that, you better make sure you get over the Bobby Cook Golf Academy today. Because if not, then I know you're, those, those drives aren't going to be as straight as you think they are. No, and I, I will be bringing very little to the table. I need to make that abundantly clear. All I'm hoping for is maybe a good iron shot. If I don't know if I have that in me. Uh, a, a potential chip, but you probably, you know, if I could make a chip, that'd be huge. And then obviously putts, you just, I'll... Uh, I'll be going first or second and uh, at a minimum, just want to give our, our aces a good read. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can, but what I'm able to do is all because Bobby cook over there off exit four. When we went over there, we got to hit around on the simulators. I've been there a few times. You just learn more about your swing, where you're coming in on the ball and it goes a long way. Plus at least tomorrow we're getting out there super early, but to have to go play in that heat roush it's gross it's sticky uh it's 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 frustrating you hit a bad shot and then you're really hot and you're just like yeah. ah, i'm i'm over this you don't do that at the bobby cook golf academy you can play courses all over the globe on their simulators or get lesson from bobby himself go to the bobby cook golf academy.com to learn more right off exit four in southern indiana only about 10 20 minutes from depending where you're at in louisville real easy drive on 65 over the bridge I also moving on, I did know, I don't know. Has anybody talked about how our two downtown bridges are named after assassinated presidents? Oh, did you know Kennedy? Uh, <laughs> I did. I heard that. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, All right. So yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you, put that do you, two and two together? Do you want to give your, your update, your tease, or you want me to tease? Who, where, who, where are we going? Um, I, how about I'll stick with our my tease first. Uh, it just from a ooh similarity standpoint because Devontae Robinson had a freak offseason injury two years ago. It was going into that 2019 season. He was finally expected. He had best year of his career in 18, graded out well by PFF as a fifth, sixth cornerback option played a lot of uh nickel for uk in that great 2018 season and then he tore his quad working out like it just it's an injury that doesn't happen very often he said you know he, he rehabbed hard and he was physically feeling good ahead of last season but mentally with covid he just wasn't the 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 the, the hurdles he had to overcome he just he just didn't get to where he wanted to be where he was feeling comfortable in the football field and it showed yeah he didn't he didn't have a great 2020 season but now he, he like he's in his he got a super senior year he's able to get that sixth season and he, he's like man it, it it finally feels good just to be you know back at 100 percent flying around in a football field so i it's more he's one of those guys that we talk a lot about use of corker uh, you know, bringing a ton of experience to that safety unit. Ty agents played a lot of football there, but he Robinson is a guy we definitely overlook. And there's another guy who had a similar kind of trajectory in Darius West. That when he first came back in that 2017 season, he had a really nasty broken leg. And in in 17, D West did a lot of good, 
but there were a couple of times where you could just see that the angles he was taking were just a little off. Like he, he didn't have that timing down uh, from just the lack of game reps. And then in that 18 year, he was as valuable as any player on that defense. And we just, he, he got overlooked a little bit by Josh Allen and Mike Edwards and some of the other studs they had there. But, you know, without him in that first half of that Tennessee game, Kentucky really struggled. And I, I mean, that's a completely different ball game if D West is out there. I think you can see a similar path for Robinson where, all right, in 20, he wasn't all the way there yet, but, you know, he at least got his timing down. He got his feel back. Uh, and, and I think this year he can really be a valuable piece because when you have a guy like J.J. Weaver coming back, you're going to have to do some things differently to kind of mitigate the the lack of edge talent out there. And one of that is playing more safeties and and what they call their medium package. So it looks a little bit more 3-3-5. Essentially, they're going to be leaning on these safeties to do a lot. And with Robinson and Corker and Agen, knowing this defense well, they can move around a lot. They can confuse opposing offenses. And I just think that he's a guy that uh, I'd certainly had kind of written off as like, you know what? Maybe he's just never going to be the same after this injury. But I, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm backing off on that. And I, I know I, I shouldn't completely change my tune just because of, you know, hearing him talk for five minutes, but he's a guy that I, I, I overlooked that I really think we should maybe be talking about a little bit more this upcoming season. Well, let's talk about him. That boy's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, it, it's just, it's kind of, you've always just been pleased with what you've seen when you've seen it that's been the issue though is when you've seen it so i i've i, I was pumped about him i i, I mean maybe it's just because it seems like he's been there for a long time and going back to the recruitment and notre dame and all that stuff it's just been a name that uk fans has no have known for a while but I, he's somebody that i've had i've expected good things from this season yeah, it's just, you know... Maybe you, we haven't talked about him enough, but... Right, right. And and I think it, just all of those senior, super seniors, you kind of... Uh, I don't want to say take them for granted, but, like, they've been there for so long, and, you know, at the beginning of camp particularly, we're all wanting to hear about the new guys. But uh, here's an old guy who, who could make a significant impact this fall that I think you should keep an eye on. So, um, I did do the thing yesterday, too, TJ, where... You know, we got Justin Rogers out there. And, you know, I mean, he's only been on campus a year. It takes defensive linemen some time. But you got to ask – you got to talk about the the five-star. And, man, Anwar Stewart was like, fans and the media, they need to slow their roll. It takes a while for these guys. Just – y'all need to calm down. Look at McCall. Like, he had to play behind guys for, like, three years, and now he's going to be a stud. Just, just slow your roll. Take it easy. He'll be there in due time. So, don't you dare – get your expectations too high for Justin Rogers or Amar Stewart's coming for you. I think, I think that's fair though. And you alluded to it before you started talking about that. I, I, I don't, I would like to see something certainly mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more from last year, but obviously very limited, limited. How, how many, how many snaps do you think Justin Rogers played last year? Man, great question. Oh. Like seven. So walk He works for on threes Clemson website. As well, so if you want some Clemson insider notes, Luckett's got you covered. Wait, so uh, so Luckett's now double timing and doing Clemson? Oh, he's been doing it. You just haven't noticed it. Uh, but yeah, so, he's but been he's been doing Clemson sports since. 
you know, I don't know, March or something. It's been a while. What? So is yeah. he not like tweeting that stuff out? He, he he will every now and then, but not a lot. You know, he knows his audience is primarily Kentucky. But, uh, oh, you know, now that I think about it, I do think I have seen him tweet out some Clemson stuff, but I just thought it was like him talking you know, about it, not like an actual article nerd. with a byline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but over at Clemson, they actually keep track of snap counts as one of their stats, their media relations person. They don't do that at UK. Um, but I did think he, he played in a handful of games last year. Well, have so, you told UK to get it together? Yeah, get it together, UK. What the hell? We Oh, we actually did. I, I have a PFF login now. So let me see if they keep track of that. Um, Yeah, that might be. Uh, yeah, we might be able to find that out. May, I'll do that. What, I'm curious. What, what, what was your tease, Terry? You had something you were mad at UK Athletics about. Yeah, so have it confirmed. No planned media appearance for Mitch Barnhart for the foreseeable future. Now, that could, he could change that whenever he wants to change it. He can call a press conference when he wants to talk. But there is nothing There's nothing on the calendar. Hmm. Not a thing. It's a joke. He hasn't talked since June. and I don't even I'm, remember what that was. It was like it was when he just whined about the nil. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that was relations, really awkward. Yeah. I think relations. We haven't heard him since that disaster of a press conference. It's now it's a one-month pass. We've got no no time the next month. Nothing planned. He normally does football media day. He skipped that. And he's avoiding talking to the media. It's you're you have a sweet job and a pretty generous media base, if we're being honest. It's not the New York Yankees. Right, right. <laughs> which we need to talk about that game last night because that was super cool but yeah, I'm, yeah. the text line brought it up and, and i know we will get to it but dude go like you don't need to be vince tyree nobody's saying that you are that you do need to be or you should be but goodness gracious it i mean i would say at least once a month you should do something it doesn't have to be like a bona fide press conference every single month on like the first of each month or anything like that but you shouldn't go two months without doing a press conference. That, I think, or at least, you know, after a football or before Mark Stoops talks on a media day, it doesn't have, you can, you can lump it in with something else. And sometimes they've done that where they've tried to get a media attention for, you know, women's soccer or baseball or something like that. So more media will come because Mitch Barnhart's talking. And then after he talks, well, we may as well stick around and hear what so-and-so has to say. They, they've been kind of a master of that. It's ridiculous, though. And obviously, I just want him to have to tell everybody that rich people can continue to drink alcohol and the common folk can't because that's what he's going to do. But there's there's a ton of other stuff like, hey, have you changed your mind on nil? Grumpy Gary, have you changed your mind on it? Have you come around? Does the athletic department, do they have a plan now? What do you think of Beisner getting that promotion? We'd love to hear him comment on that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's, there's plenty of things. Uh, the football, the upcoming football season, the upcoming basketball season. What are you anticipating for COVID? Is there going? Are you going to follow? You know, what, what exactly are you following in that regard? There's a ton of things he could do. An hour press conference and media members wouldn't run out of questions. Goodness gracious! Throw us a bone and do 20 minutes, you big baby. Yeah. Uh man, he'd probably only answer three questions in that 20 minutes, but like better than zero. Know. Yeah. Man, that's weird. You would think too that could be a nice like let's 
get people into games, you know, and if they have to announce any sort of requirements for stadium, like, like, cause they're going to press release some stadium protocols like a week or two before he should talk when that happens. Yes. He should answer questions when that happens. No, no brainer, no brainer. And again, it doesn't have to be Vince Tyre, which is like twice a week up to this point, but once a month in some capacity and at least ever within every two months, you're doing a formal press conference and, and you know, the once a month you could do a little phone thing. I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's ridiculous. And I, I thought they'd say, we don't have anything planned, but normally around this time or but nothing, they were just like, not a thing. We don't know. So something just seems a little wonky in the athletic department, but I, I hope it's, I hope, I hope there are not cracks. I, I, I hope there are not. Um, yeah. But that no, that no press conference was interesting, and now he's just not talking. So, it right. is what it is. That's what I had. Hmm. Okay. Well, hey, as long as Mitch Barnhart isn't saying anything about alcohol, then we can keep on complaining about him because he's given us no reason not to. Second, Mitch. Yeah. Second. Yeah. Why don't you unbutton that top button, buddy? Yeah, unbutton that button. All right. Uh, I think this would be a good time to take a break. Sounds we'll come back, be. maybe get into some text messages. Let's do that. Uh, there's a lot of them. It's a Friday. And we've been, I'll fully admit, we've been, it's been a little bit of like a negative 45 minutes. So Yeah, we need to turn our frowns upside down. Absolutely. We'll do that when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Roll Roll Call. Dick Roush, Douglas, the producer. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 961 FM, 1450 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, and the show replays 9 to 11 on Big X Sports Radio. This will be the last business day without the Mike Rutherford show on the Big X, starting Monday with some help from the big guy. That's right, Trevor Kelsey. He'll be helping out a bit. You'll be able to hear that 3 to 6 on the Big X Sports Radio. Uh, it, it's really just caps off it's the cherry on top to an already great lineup on the big x so you can keep it tuned in all day on 96 1 fm 1450 a.m and we do appreciate you listening to kentucky roll call tj walker nick roush and douglas the producer here on your friday hoosier scoozer dingus is on his way down to florida for a much needed vacation Damn. that guy he, he doesn't have any time for anything so the fact that he has said you know what i'm making time and I'm going to make it a long nine days, and I'm ha- I'm taking a break from this daily grind, and uh, I'm happy for him, Roush, because he deserves it. Yeah, he does deserve it, especially after the internet just roasted him alive yesterday. It, I haven't I haven't seen a Facebook ratio that bad in years. I mean, it was 
it was pure comedy and you know what we got to give our listeners at our facebook subscribers just a round of applause i mean my goodness you all really really brought your a game to roast justin's picture of biscuits and gravy which and it, and it needed to be roasted it, it did that deserved to be like what do you and, and you know trevor you had you got in on it and had a good time but yours looked disgusting too by the way buddy all right so uh when he put his gross picture on there too i will say it wasn't as bad as justin's though that looked i mean well like the, and ba- the bacon looked solid he had that he, going he for had him, to know when he took that picture too that like this doesn't look appetizing at all like yeah. and and I'm a biscuits and gravy guy. I love the stuff. It's I mean it, it's my favorite. Like if 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 I had to pick one breakfast, it would be that. But I know that it's not always going to look appetizing. If I'm going to take a picture of it, at least make it try to gussy it up a little bit. Like come on, the, comb your hair or something before you, you you go out and smile. Brush your teeth a little. No, it's, that's it's like you just rolled out of bed and just ugh, disgusting. It's written rich that's rich coming from you buddy uh i don't think there's any salvaging that picture though like he said i should have mixed it together mixing it together that's just gonna make it look well gross if he and had the gravy together. in like a bowl or something you know and it was just like because i think a lot of places will serve the gravy on the side and then you just kind of if he did that then it could you know you you can wouldn't have looked as as bad because the biscuits would be separate you know and you still had the but man, either way, the comments on it just are hilarious. It's just a fun read. Oh yeah, like uh, <laughs> looks like someone ate that, then rejected it back in the plate. Somebody said, "Want my cardiologist's number?" <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, "The official breakfast of dingus is everywhere." <laughs> Why would you eat dog food for breakfast? <laughs> How did you sneak a phone into prison? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather kiss a toilet seat. Oh gosh, he, he just got. I've had vomits that look more appealing than this. <laughs> and you know, always a classic internet gag is like put something that you know looks gross, but act like it's normal. I, I think he thought like he was gonna get some likes here. You know, he gotta have. <laughs> he kind of got the win in the Waffle House oh, Cracker man. Barrel debate. And I think he probably thought to himself, like, I may be onto something here. So Rick Bozich feeling froggy, sharing his grill pit. <laughs> yeah, there really hasn't been ratio and since oh man, since Rick Bozich. Like I got look at this spread I got here on my grill. That's like yeah, with zero seasoning. Oh man, but he's going to Florida. Generally on vacation, you know you you eat what you want you eat some good food you have some nice dinners so he can make it up he could he could make it up by by sending over and he's a big crab legs guy i could see him just having like a table full of seafood you know that could could be redeeming you know Uh uh-huh i forgot that he's he is a huge seafood guy so he's gonna be in heaven so you got chance you got a chance to make it up justin but you best not best not miss again that, that would be appreciated good. if he did. That would be, oh yeah, it'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Be a, a new side of Scoots Magoots, just like yes. he only eats just garbage-looking food, but it tastes great. <laughs> oh boy, uh, do you watch the Field of Dreams game last night? Uh, for a little bit. Uh, it was one of those tuned in for maybe an inning or so. Um, uh, 
you know, saw uh, they, they had Kevin Costner in the booth during the portion that I watched. And it was a great reminder that actors are really big weirdos. Like he, for as cool as that was in the intro and everything, like it was, he was really laying it on thick. His like, oh, we're playing some dramatic music and I'm just going to look around and look around. And oh, wow, this field, the people, they came and oh, now the players are walking through the court. Like it was cool. But uh, Kevin Costner, had, it was re- there were some awkward moments, especially with the blonde hair. Like, it just weird. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you, it doesn't sound like you thought it was cool at all, actually. I mean, it was, but like, so it's one of those things, too, that Field of Dreams has not hit for me. Like, it hits the same way for other dads. out. Like, my dad, he absolutely love it. Trevor, he, you know, same thing with him. Like, but for me, it just... Like I, I thought it was a good movie, but it didn't, it didn't do it. The, like it, it's, it's not the same. I don't know why it just, it just doesn't, I guess like, you know, for, for Trevor, he grew up without a dad. My dad, he'd love to go back and have a catch with his. And I guess my dad's always been there. I don't know. I, it just field of dreams has never hit for me. Like it has for other folks. It was still really cool to see, but Kevin Costner, I, I was down for to watch the 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 intro. I thought that was kind of cool. But then he went in the booth and just was a total weirdo actor, Hollywood. And I just like he wasn't the the guy, you know, the farmer that he portrayed in the movie. And so it just came off like it came off a little awkward for me. Yeah, I didn't see that specific uh, that or I, if I did or I wasn't paying attention at that part. But I thought the whole thing was cool. Felt very. You know, it felt very American and the felt, uniforms were great. It was uh, a big hit. You you can guarantee yeah. they're going to be doing that every year. This is your new, well, this is like the NHL classic where they do it outside. That was a huge hit. Uh, yeah. That's ro- that's rotating, but the field of dreams, that, that will be an annual thing. Well, and for it to end in a walk-off too, like it doesn't get any better than that. Seriously. You know? Yeah, awesome, awesome ending to that game perfect weather like the mlb could not have asked for a, a better outcome of the field of dreams game absolutely so they're they're going to uh they're going to make that a thing and and i think rightfully so because that was cool to watch just seeing the yankees play in iowa like that's that's pretty that's pretty sweet and then the backdrop of it was beautiful like what you know it's obviously where I, I agree about the movie it doesn't really hit the, it's a good movie it doesn't hit the same way with me as it does with different generations but right. all around pretty Ooh. cool night it did make me think though and the yankees lost so of all of the sports i think baseball lays claim to the best sports movies yeah that's been a hot radio debate across uh across really? stations all over the nation with the field of dreams game yesterday yeah i, I it's it, obviously it's kind of like what your preference is to be honest like but like a league I, of their I'm, own the natural sandlot like all great and like i may i think you could make a case that like sandlot is maybe one of the best sports movies of all time yeah. but i'm just like generally kind of partial to like basketball movies I, and I, I think it's probably because i grew up playing more basketball than anything else so i think there's a little bit of an opinion that goes into it yeah yeah definitely but i'm trying to think of like great basketball movies besides hoosiers and i like i i actually dislike hoosiers just because it's named hoosiers 
So, well, I think I think Hoosiers is overrated too, and maybe there is a there is some bias to it. But uh, Coach Carter, great movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fine. Space Jam, fine. Like they're all good for our generation. I don't know, like as far as just like I, like objectively good, you can consider that movie like the uh, f- uh, football replacements. Uh, You're saying very... replacements is objectively good. Oh. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that, like, I think that 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 would be like totally debatable. But yeah, yeah, but like, I I like it. Yeah, but like, Friday Night Lights is a good football movie. Uh, I know some people don't, you know, now that I say this, like, the you know, Varsity Blues is a very like playing to a niche audience. Um, (laughs) uh, trying to think, a lot of people liked Any Given Sunday, but that just Oliver Stone hammed it up really. I would say football actually. Ooh, Brian Song. Brian Song is like the field of dreams for football because it just makes grown men cry. We are Marshall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one, too. Not Gory Road. Bad movie. Friday. I don't know if you mentioned Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's a great one. But I I do think baseball does get... uh, Like, Major League is just high quality like entertainment i you can put that on almost any day of the week and i'll watch it and and get a good chuckle i guess a great movie i agree with that so i'm giving the title to baseball for now and then i'd give it to football i I think football has more better movies than baseball but yeah base i mean baseball has two just heavy hitters right there at the top with the the uh, problem with football is that football if you don't get the action sequences right it could be so bad like do you remember that one clip that went viral of some dude like trying to be the star quarterback and just watching him throw a football and it was like this I man do. i do <laughs> he looked he looked left-handed and he was trying to throw with his right like it was so bad it was so bad all right hour one done we'll come back we'll get into the text line an hour two you're listening to kentucky roll call here on big, big exports radio tj walker nick roush and douglas the producer Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Douglas, the producer. We appreciate you hanging out with us and talking some sports and nonsense and everything else to get you ready for your weekend. Roush, I talked about the scramble I've got going on. What do you have going on this weekend? Yeah, I've got, got the, the uh, DeSales uh, alumni scramble on uh, Saturday morning. So, Oh, you got to scramble yourself. Yeah, nice. yeah. I, I, haven't, um, I haven't been able to play in it the last few years because they've had it on fan day. So very excited. Um, man. Uh, I'm worried I'm going to just be terrible, but hey, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. It'll be fun. Well, you can't be any worse than you are in the KRC scramble, so at least you can have that in the back of your mind. There we go. Like It, it only gets better. So, And it's also 
to, we're going to get some rain today and it's not going to be a thousand degrees. Where is the old, where's the old sales alumni scramble? You're coy. No, it, you know, it, it, they actually, it's not what it wants. It, when I first played in it, it was at air Koi, and they just had a giant, just enormous bucket thing of beers. Like it was like oh, one of those ice wow. tubs that like players sit in after practice that they would load up. Uh, it's a little bit more buttoned up now. Mitch Barnhart got involved and they moved it out to quail chase uh, to accommodate more teams. I don't know how it works though. Like are we all going to be playing the same 18? <laughs> no, like, no, you won't be. That's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't know how it can be fair. What they, that what they normally do, but they, they handicap they, the holes or something. Yeah. Well, they, well, they'll like handicap the teams. Well, scrambles will do that. I've been in a scramble out there where it was like, all right, are you playing to win at all? And if you did, you played like East and West or something like that. Mm. And then if you weren't, then you did like South and East. Or gotcha, gotcha. Like they, they basically split it into two where the people competing against each other did. But if you didn't have to really like tell them a handicap or anything like that beforehand, I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, the quail, you know, I, quail chase is a, a good time. That's a good Fine. course. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it's a little fancier. I thought the sales would, would do. Yeah, we've gotten fancier in recent years. It's uh, we're not just a South End school anymore. Great hot dogs at Quail Chase, but but really, where what golf course has bad hot dogs first and foremost? But Quail Chase, mm. good. That's a good dog out still, there. Still think the Dirty Eye has the best hot dogs, but you know, either way, I, should be a fun Saturday morning. I've had a hot dog at pretty much any clubhouse in Louisville. Iroquois doesn't jump out at me, but I also don't remember anything bad about it. But again, I can't remember a bad hot dog ever. That's um, that's a very good point, Terry. Very good point. I mean, it's a hot dog for Christ's sakes. It's a it's a stinking hot dog. Yeah, you're right about you're right about that. Uh, anything you want to get into to start this hour? We a lot of people, a lot of movie texts coming in. Michael tweeted us and said, "How are you all talking football movies and don't mention Remember the Titans?" I swear, I thought we just mentioned it in passing. Like, obviously, you've got Remember the Titans, but maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't. I will say there was a, t- a point in time where like. I was like, this is too Disney, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it actually is. It's a good movie. I just, I, I, I can be, everybody is a hater of something that they shouldn't be hating on at some point. But I've come, you know, come back around. Not, not hating. Not hating on Remember the Titans at all. Great movie. Yeah. Um, Great music, too. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it, it is. I wonder what the best, like, recent sports movie is. Ooh, define recent. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not LeBron James' Space Jam. Um, uh, yeah, that's why I, uh, good movies. Yeah. Dexter's, that would be appreciated because I can't think of one in the last few years that's any good. Like That's like that's actually good. I know they're like, oh, there's this movie, but like, is it actually good? Like, I don't think Thunderstruck with Kevin Durant qualifies <laughs> no, i don't think anybody's mentioned it semi semi-pro that's not Ooh, new, yeah that's, that's that's a good movie very funny yes we traded him for a washing machine you know we really needed that washing machine but i think it was worth it to make our team better with monix <laughs> some of the little one-liners there are fantastic all no, right let's he, get your jt <laughs> let's what go let's go to <laughs> 
Let's go to the text line. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. First One text- last thing. The, the gasp of the crowd when he does the alley-oop and they just, <gasps> technical foul, personal travel. Everybody doesn't know how to respond to it. <laughs> Father Pat, he didn't move his pivot foot. But you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> Roush needs to get some pointers from his ex-boss on how to promote his guest appearance. The Rotary Club story was painful. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, me telling stories, not exactly a strong suit. Uh, perfect for radio, I, I always say. I th- we, we've got That won't be the last text about the Rotary Club on the text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, hey, Roush, when you go to Harrodsburg, I assume you'll drive through my hometown, Lawrenceburg, so when you do get some Casa Bonita, one of our three Mexican restaurants in our small town, but I promise it'll be the best Mexican food of your life, along with a mean margarita. Well, maybe the best Mexican food in Lawrenceburg or east of Salsaritas. Yes, east of Salsaritas. Yes, that's a good way to put it. There's a line of demarcation <laughs> east and west of Salsaritas. That's, you know, that's how we judge it now. It's no longer the south end or the east end it's east and west salsaritas yeah i guess that would Ooh, i'm i'm west i'm kind of sandwiched between the two salsaritas oh wow you're central salsaritas <laughs> yeah i know it's a special oh place it's it's a special place to it's be like Trevor, eagleton yeah Tre- trevor's uh central salsaritas as well which is nice but salsaritas is good for anybody and everybody and the weekend coming up maybe you've got an event you're catering i hope this uh i hope one of these golf scrambles you'll be at roush or the one i'm at that they had oh, some sense in them to get salsaritas they could order the entire catering this this one I'm doing tomorrow, 36 teams, which is too many. I mean, probably too many teams, all things considered. But 36 teams, and that's just the morning flight, and then they're doing an afternoon one. But uh, so think of they they could do it. They could you could get 36 teams worth of people. That's four, two, four, two, uh, 144. Yeah. Wow, it's a lot of people. However many people it is. You could do it all online on the app. Just from the touch of your phone, Roush, you could order enough catering for all those people and be done with it. Uh, Doesn't that sound amazing? Doesn't that sound convenient? That's what Salsaritas is all about. If you don't want to order online, and you don't have to have 136 people, you don't have to have 200 people, you can just have eight. There's no party too big, none too small, and it'll be waiting for you to go pick it up when you're ready but if you don't want to use the app and you don't like saving money i understand it that that happens you can call roush and that number is 502-897-5323 wow they will hook you up i, I really do hope they they hook us up though i need need salsaritas in my life we have uh 46 teams in this scramble that's happening saturday yeah at least you do have three nines though yeah yeah but man, that, that's a lot that of makes people. that is a ton of people. That's a huge scramble. You gonna win it? You you what's the what's the goal for your team? No idea. Um, we're probably not like two of the people in my group started playing golf like a year ago. So, but we're not gonna be like we're gonna be not just the worst, but we're definitely not gonna be the best. So it's gonna be a nice kind of medium where hey, you know, if we if we get to nine ten under, I think we'll be happy. So nine, you're saying nine or 10 under is the mark that we would be very happy. 
at that, but it'll probably end up being more like seven. I I I, I look forward to hearing your reports. Yeah, it could be it could be really good. It could be fun. It could be bad. We we my my buddy's wife is our ringer. She's gonna give us some great drives. Oh, so. that's huge. Although, how yeah. did she go to the sales? Well, she had to sub. We had and and the thing is, it's not exclusively to sales. Like you can you know most. Wow, so folks, I wasn't invited. Right. Correct. <laughs> we actually have a say next guy on our team too. So. Do I know? Uh, he was your quarterback, Adam Hotel. Yeah, you probably do know him. He was a, a all star on your state championship team. So, congrats. Well, that one time saying X was good at football. He was a year younger than me. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, he was in like two, he was the 2004? Oh, seven. I think. Well, that team didn't win state. So, well, he was a sophomore on it or something like that. But nevertheless, what are you, what are you talking? Say next didn't win a state championship in 07, buddy. It was his graduating year. I don't know when he won, what year he won, but I just know that. Well, St. X, I think, won in 04, and I think they won in 10. There you go. Well, he would have been a sophomore on that state championship team then. Hey, listen, I didn't know. Hand in the ball, was, just handing yeah. the ball off, because that's what St. X quarterbacks do best. Am I right? Jeez. Hey. Being really nasty, buddy. You're being really nasty. A texter says, I put the money behind the number sometimes when I forget to put it in front. It's not that I don't know to put it in front, but too lazy to delete and retype it. Yeah, but mm. if you didn't know, you wouldn't have done it, though. If you don't know, though, now you know. But do what you want when you're popping. That's something I always go back to, Roush. Wise oh, words. Man wise wise words um now i'm confused as to where we whew, man brain is spinning it's friday the wheels yeah i, don't, I, I mean you wheels were under the impression that saying x1 and 07 that's disappointing <laughs> sorry i i, I forgot i didn't memorize all of the saying x state championship football years so well you do do better buddy and uh, th- not that i played football but my class at St. X, we had, I don't know if we had a winning record. I think I think we went 500 against Trinity, no state champ. No, we had a winning record against Trinity, no state championships. Mm. Trinity won, won them all. Man. Whew. Um, <laughs> suck it. Suck it, Tigers. A texter says, cicada carcasses turn into butterflies. Everyone knows that. Read a freaking book. Oh, oh so that's where they all went. Oh, gosh. Forgot. Calling on all Linden dog owners. TJ's yard is open for pooping. No bags needed. I, I can promise you that I, I will not make a scene, get mad, say something. Uh, I probably won't even notice that that turd's there. So feel free, pet walkers of Linden. If your dog happens to need to use the bathroom on my lawn and you don't, you know, just it's nature buddy i'm not going to get upset about it okay well i have a text that's very encouraging for my speech giving insights here texture says i'm from harrisburg one two my dad is in the rotary club and we talk about it enough to where i'm familiar with the basics ask me anything oh man so basically you can be my speech writer so i texted back and said well what should he what what should he say and this next text is his response to that uh, in all serialness, I do thirty no. percent. Wait, did you did you read the Trump one? Sorry. Oh, Trump and COVID would be an easy place to start. Yeah, you, I kind of <laughs> set it up for you, where I said, "Hey, I was, you know, I said, what should he talk about?" And he said, "Trump and COVID would be an easy place to start." So, Roush, you know what you're going in hot with. 
Oh, okay. All right. Uh, in all serialness, I do 30% UK football talk. Anything behind the scenes will be exciting. 30% anything media related and the rest how nil will impact collegiate sports. Most of these dudes are older, so they're kind of clueless what nil is or what role it'll play. There's Q and a at the end. Okay, good. All right. I can, I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring my good behind the scenes stories. Like about that time that some, that uh, captain suntan tried to fight uh, my boss in the press box. Oh, that'd be a good one. Uh, that'd be a fun story to tell. It, it seems like it's going to be like one of those turning into your parents commercials. Ooh, you're gonna be yeah. like if you look if you had to look up this direction on map quest you're in the right place if you had to print it out that's yeah if you, had, if you had to print it out you're in you're in the right place uh yeah i think i, I think that texture was really nice to kind of give you what what they're looking for and i think that that would be good i would just remind them that like hey nil try to convince them that like nil's not the devil yeah yeah definitely um, because I know like a lot of those stories that are out there for he's making this many millions of dollars. I think a lot of those are heavily inflated for recruiting purposes. Did you see the BYU, all their walk-ons getting yeah, their a, college a, paid for? A protein bar is sponsoring them or something like that. Is that yeah. correct? What is like built better or something? Yeah. That's, that just shows you too, that like the BYU has a strong alumni fan base. Uh, because you have companies like that who are like, I love BYU football. These kids are working hard. Let's let them work hard without having to worry about paying for school. So very cool gesture. Uh, I, I wonder awesome. if there, I wonder if there's some, many, like, I know Notre Dame's got a really strong fan base too. Like I, I could see them doing that for their walk-ons there or something like that, you know? Oh, I, I would guess maybe this is going to be a domino effect where you'll see this at a lot of places. Cause it, it, it would be like, Hey, we're a company yeah, it'd be great to have so-and-so rep our brand, but what about the press of us paying for college for 30 people or 40 people or however many walk-ons a team has? That that would be pretty cool, and that's that's meaningful stuff, having to not be in debt, having your college paid for. That, right, that would go right. a really, really long way for a lot of these people. So I hope it's commonplace. I hope that domino starts falling and we see – more of that that's cool my friend and former uk writer also covered florida state and alabama ben jones who posts some of the best if you're a history nerd like myself uh, definitely would recommend following his twitter account because he'll post these just like long 36 tweet threads roush it's like basically reading like a book but uh, about these history things they're they're always really good but he tweeted that this could be a huge competitive advantage for byu and maybe could be a competitive advantage for other teams because it maybe instead of going and you may have some people that could have potentially gone and been a star like D2. And they mm -hmm. may say, well, now if I'm going to get my college for free, I'll just go be like another piece of the puzzle for Alabama or something like that, where you, you could have the level of walk-ons even be better than a lot of places. I, I don't think it's going to be this. Cause I think, I think you're going to end up seeing a lot of walk-ons, a lot of places get their college paid for. I don't think it's going to end up being this huge competitive advantage. So I disagree with Ben a little bit, but I am anxious to see, could this, how could this help or hurt teams? Yeah. The, I, that, that's one part that you don't think about, like, because having a good walk-on program, you know, that's like an overrated or it's just something you don't talk about until you have the walk-on step in and play well. Like your Rasan Lewis, your Charles Walkers, uh, your kickers. Like I, I, the, the, especially for like 
a lot of places don't want to give scholarships to kickers. That's why Alabama kickers stunk for so long. You can have somebody just pay for their scholarship. Like that's that's huge for your program. And I'm sure that Nick Saban got some some ideas from this. You know, when he heard that a company's paying for his walk on program, like because essentially that gives you more scholarship players. Like it it does. Yeah, like you you can get beyond the scholarship limit if you can have somebody cover the cost. So yeah. that's huge, man. That is I, I, now that you brought that up. Now you're kind of, and I, I should read Ben's entire tweet. That's not. Uh, I I thought he brought up an interesting point. I'm glad he did. It was a content item, but I may as well get it right. He said, was once told the reason Miami struggles is because they can't get preferred walk-ons who are useful scout team players to pay $50,000 in tuition. For other schools, imagine stashing a dozen extra guys as walk-on with tuition paid for. That that is going to be interesting. It basically is almost a loophole around scholarships, which isn't that the way maybe this should be? Like, while we're talking about nil and people do freak out about it, if this is a way to get more kids going through college for free, shouldn't we be excited about that? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's a good like I. So Kentucky, I what what company in Kentucky can sponsor the walk-ons? Uh, Bluegrass Hospitality. There we go. That's a good one. Whitaker Bank. Ooh, the Whitaker Bank shot. Uh, Salsaritas. Oh yeah, they, wait that, no that, no we need Salsaritas bucks. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it with everybody. Uh, all right. Let's get back to the text. 502-414-1450. A texter says, Justin, your new microphone is too loud. And just because you have a new one doesn't mean you get to talk more. Shush. <laughs> he he definitely is not used to like speaking normally. He was kind of shouting into it. <laughs> but we, we have an M. Night Shyamalan twist to not this text, but the next one regarding microphones. And it has me shook beyond belief. A texture says clarification on sidewalks in Miami is awful. Nasty people, man. It was soft shade thrown at TJ regarding the dog poop comment. Mm. I got roasted for that when I said, I'm just not a huge fan of picking up dog poop. And I do think it, it is inconsiderate to like, you know, you don't want to leave waste behind that wasn't there before you. But I just can't imagine ever getting worked up about it. I do push back on that. But, you know, to each their own. The next text, though, this is the one that has me all out of sorts. Mm-hmm. TJ, we can't take it anymore. Please, for the love of God, do us a favor and get a new microphone. Wait, what? A.T. Brutus? Me too, Roush? What? I have a bad microphone? No. I didn't think so. You have a good one. The one he sent over is the one that I have. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't, said, I, don't. I said like my, I, I responded back to him. I said, my microphone. And he said, yeah, it just sounded a little muffled, but he said, maybe he, you know, he could be wrong, but uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll try to make sure it sounds good. A texture says, thanks to TJ for the KRC curse on the Red Sox. After hanging 20 runs last night, they only managed to score one tonight. Sincerely. <laughs> one of the 10 race fans in existence. Hey, suck it, buddy. <laughs> They lost eight, eight to one. Man, uh, you know what? It makes me happy too. Like I wish, it's a shame there's only ten of them because it is fun to dump on. Uh, <laughs> it is fun to dump on Tampa as a bad sports town, especially now that they do have all of like the championships right now. So suck it, Tampa. Suck you it. You don't deserve it. Suck it. A texter says. What a finish in the Field of Dreams game. Shame it didn't knock out the lights. I'm going to have to rewatch the movie now. 
I'm sure that movie was rewatched a lot yesterday, and uh, the, like the texter said, probably some folks popped it in when they went to bed. Yeah, the uh, wait, did it knock out the lights? That's the uh, that's the, the different movie. That's the natural. <laughs> <laughs> God, you really threw me off there, texter. Was like, wait, what do you mean, knock out the light? Gosh, no, that's how Field of Dreams ends, and that's why they can't play in the cornfield anymore. let's go to a break we'll come back we'll get to more texts oh off getting hey by the way so uofl football has a coach named derail (laughs) so we know who to we 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 know who to blame if their season gets off the tracks hey oh but really they do i didn't know that by the way i think he's like the running backs coach anyways all right we'll be right back this is kentucky roll call on big x sports radio tj walker nick roush douglas the producer Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Douglas, the producer here on your Friday, getting you ready for your weekend. Last day of miserable heat, although I think there may be some storms today. And then looks pretty nice for the weekend, uh, especially Sunday, too. So get on out there and enjoy it. And thank goodness it's not going to feel like the devil's armpit anymore, Roush. Oh, man, it's the worst. Stinking devil's armpit. Yeah, it doesn't really get too much worse than how the weather's been the last few days. But good news on the way in that regard. What's the updates on UK football scrimmage tomorrow? Correct. Correct. So we'll we get, get some update? updates from Mark Stoops afterwards. Gotcha. Around one-ish or so, give or take. So keep your eyes peeled. And your ears open. Yeah. And just fingers crossed nobody gets hurt. That's Ooh, the most important seriously. one. Seriously. Oh, let's go back to this text line, shall we, Terry? 502-414-1450. What do we got up next? Uh, we have a texter who says, uh, hey, what a finish to the Field of Dreams game. Shame didn't. Oh, wh- wh- whoops, 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 whoops. TJ, I totally agree. So many neighbors take that so seriously when other dogs poop in their yard. It's like, relax, pal. I got a special life trick, though. When you're walking your dog and your dog begins to take a massive dump in someone's yard, you immediately pretend like you're taking a call. Turn your back, act like you don't know what's going on. It's worked for me plenty of times. Don't don't let the textures see that, buddy. Uh, I was a I, I would at times do the fake the fake pickup. You know, take the bag down there, act like it. But I, I I do it. I pick it up. It's gross. Nobody likes walking around with stinky dog poop bags. You may say, well, nobody likes stinky dog poop things in their yard. But nobody's just hanging out at the edge of their yard. It's not it's not realistic. It's not the way it works. But Texter, I have learned from my ways. It is the right thing to do to pick up dog poo off a neighbor's yard. So stop the fake phone call trick. Pick it up. <laughs> it stinks. And uh, but it's just it's something we got to do, I suppose. 
Oh man. Um, it's just what you got to do. I like that move better than the fake pickup though. The fake pickup seems much more egregious. <laughs> I mean, it like you just don't, there's some, it's, it's, we don't want you to talk about it on radio, but there's just some that's just like, I'm not, I'm not picking. I'm not, I, I can't pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fi- like physically cannot pick that up. It might, one of my dogs, he likes to poop in the bushes, kind of. So it's like it's he's in cool. the bushes, like you know, you're you're fine. Like, yeah. You're... So you you leave some behind. You have to. It, like, and it's also like unnecessary. Like, okay, he's it's it's in your bushes right now. You're not stepping in it. In fact, <laughs> he's fertilizing your bushes. <laughs> All right, so I got Roush on team. Don't need to pick up dog poo. Only that's some huge. of the time. That's a huge addition to our roster. It's a very, very small roster, by the way. So welcome aboard. We're happy to have you. A texter says, you want to talk about the biggest joke? I live bet the under at 14 and a half in the Field of Dreams game last night. It was four to seven in the top of the ninth with two outs. So I only needed one more out for the bet to hit. The game ends in the White Sox winning nine to eight. So both teams combined for six runs when there was one out left to be made. Never betting baseball again is really absolutely hysterical. I mean, you want to talk about uh, not only a terrible beat, but that sounds like betting the under in a random game like that sounds like a smart, like that. that's a logical decision. I would have made that as well. I can't, man, what a freaking bummer. <laughs> hey, that's that's gambling though. Yeah, and yeah. uh that's the way that's the way that it works. Longtime Harrodsburg listener here. Take the Frankfurt exit, and it's really about the same distance to Harrodsburg as it is to Lexington from there. How about you guys come to town? I'll get a gym and get a group and we'll play some ball. See if TJ can touch rim, see if Hoosier Dingus can touch net. And if Roush takes charges, we're locking them out. I'm in on that. I'd go hoop in Harrodsburg. Hey, there's some great ballers from Harrodsburg. The Johnson brothers all time all time greats from there i didn't realize we had uh as many listeners in, in harrisburg there was like three people that texted about harrisburg so hey shout out yeah. to harrisburg and what uh, up, Berg? do you do you think anybody's gonna come and and throw some shade hopefully at frankfurt they, hopefully they heckle them like huh. yeah i had to drive by frankfurt to get here <laughs> heckle, heckle frankfurt yeah boo the whole way on you, your, when you're on you, 64 you, you could smell it from the expressway <laughs> texture says claws or coors this weekend i had cool. some blue mountains yesterday yeah i uh i'm a big that's been my my summer beer is coors yeah interesting yeah. uh this will be a core well i don't know if it'll be core specifically but uh while claws out on the golf course in the heat can be good it'll be a beer weekend Going to the Louisville City match on Saturday night as well. Oh, wow. That's a big day, buddy. I know. It is. And going with uh, Hannah's like extended family that's in town. Oh, you better have time to take a nap. I'll be fine. <laughs> Sunday could be a different story. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, the texture, this is what I alluded to earlier. What's up with Christian Lewis and wide receiver transfer from Michigan State? Haven't heard anything about either. Remember Lewis being our top incoming freshman receiver? Yeah, th- but the thing with Lewis was always the caveat. He he's going to end up probably being the best, but it's going to take him some time. You know, he talked about last week at Media Day just the physicality is a little. It's you know, it's a different ball game. It takes a while to catch up. So, um, and the same thing with Morgan. I just don't know how much like he feels more like a specialty 
Like you're, you, he's more of a red zone threat. I don't think he's like a every down kind of guy. So, um, but yeah, we could hear more about you know them making big plays on Saturday. So I know I know Lewis did look good running with the twos though uh, when we did get to watch that open practice. Whereas Morgan, Morgan went out. He had like a bad hamstring or something like that, and he didn't practice the entire time. So there's your latest. Okay, there's the 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 questions are answered here on Kentucky Roll Call. You text them in, and Nick Roush is just going to churn out exactly what you need to hear. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We aren't going to have more than two receivers on the field at a time normally. So while it sucks to maybe lose to Cal, I don't think it's all the all worth all of TJ's whining. Yeah. Hey, suck it, buddy. No, seriously, suck it. I, I it, losing to Cal Corrales is not good news, Texter. No, and I don't think all oh, I was whining all that much. And I, I, I'm somebody that doesn't think the passing game needs to be. It needs to be a little improved, but I don't think it 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 has to be or will be drastically improved. So, I I, I think I, again expectations aren't changing because the Kel Crowdis is most likely going to be out for a significant period of time. I still think this is a team that anything less than eight wins is going to be isn't going to feel great. Right, like it's it's a it's a loss. There's no doubt about it, but. I took a uh, bet with my U of L friend yesterday. I had a just like a, it felt like it was back in 2007 or something. Just heated UK U of L back and forth, respectful, but uh, it was fun. It was it was a good conversation. They just can't seem to like get over the fact they they just have this notion that like Kentucky historically is bad, so they they must be bad. Like they just can't they can't be good because it's Kentucky football and you don't have a quarterback, so. There's just no way that you can be all that competitive. So they, they, I bet them, I gave them 10 points in the governor's cup game. And I feel as confident as ever. UK is just going to beat them down badly again. Oh man. Do you see what the anonymous coaches said about them on Athlon? Oh uh, yeah. That, I remember that. that. That came out a while ago and it was like, yeah, I just don't really know what's going on there. It feels like, feels like the, there, there's something going on over there on Floyd street. That yeah. isn't verbatim, but that was essentially kind of. It's too it's too early to throw up the red flag, but there are some alarming things you can see from the outside. Yeah, I just imagine you of all fans reading this article and just being like, "The obsession! <laughs> you all are obsessed with us. Why are you talking about us? Focus on your own anonymous teams." Texter oh, <laughs> says. Uh uh tj would you rather win a big golf scramble or that big cornhole tourney what hits your pride deeper oh that's a good question like this golf scramble tomorrow would be huge to win it and there's like some big time prizes for winning there's a zero percent chance we will supposedly like the best teams have even added like women college golfers to their teams so they just like get to hit from the red tees and blast, um, you know blast it 260 or however far they hit it 250 and so we we don't have a chance to to win it but we have, like the winning team will probably be 22 under realistically which is just crazy it's crazy to think that you'd have to shoot that well to have a chance so I, but i don't know i i think i'd probably go cornhole just because golf no offense if it's if we're winning and it's a big tournament, but like enough where I'm going to be super happy about it, which really any tournament I'm going to be super happy about, to be honest. But I'm probably not the one contributing that much, to be frank. Like we're probably not using a lot of my drives. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'm hot with the putter and maybe that that helped us and I'd feel good about that. But I think I'm going cornhole. 
you know it's just two people and oh, if you wow. if you stink then you're losing so like it, i had to be good and i was I, I was on i was on my game so i think i'd go cornhole i would just think that you would have much more bragging rights if if you if you won the golf scramble like there because there, there's a lot more people who think that they're really good at golf you know what well, i mean let's not forget that i my brother he had you know a big like six team diaper party scramble and i had the walk-off chip and playoff holes to win that i mean that was a pretty cool feeling people do forget that people do forget that i'll be sure to bring it up multiple times as we come up on the one-year anniversary but i still am taking cornhole cornhole was like the most you know, I'm not athletic. I'm way past my prime. I was never really all that athletic in my prime. But like, hey, this kind of feels nice. Like since since the flag football championship, the cornhole one kind of stands out. Well, congrats, buddy. That trophy fly, hangs. No, it doesn't hang forever. The banner doesn't fly forever. Uh, the trophy collects dust forever. It really. I'm in the room with my old flag football trophies in here. They oh, wow. have spider webs on them. I'll put them in the baby's room. I'm sure that she'll love knowing how great of an athlete her father is. Well, it's one of those things, too. You're giving her goals to aspire to. Hey, maybe one day you can win a flag football championship. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I like the way that you think there. A texter says 502-414-1450. Mitch doesn't do press conferences because he doesn't have any good answers to the questions that are going to be asked. He's ducking out like a coward. The only people he answers to are the rich, the rich, the riches, the rich oh. people. He only cares about their happiness. He's neglecting a large portion of his responsibility. Attica, Attica. Oh wow! That, uh, the texture is right though. That got a little dark there at the end. The, the texture is probably right that he doesn't. He just what what is he going to say? That's he probably hasn't changed his mind on nil. Yep. We know we're not going to be getting alcohol, which is just absolutely outlandish. He probably doesn't have any good answers on COVID, which is under. I think we'd give him a pass if he didn't. That's something you do need to kind of monitor and all that sort of deal. So we'd give him a pass on that one, but it's embarrassing. You're the athletic yeah. director of a major university, and this is kind of – you could make a case. This, is, this certainly is unprecedented times between nil – the beginning of that, you're starting a you're starting a new athletic year, and your and your athletic director is not previewing it. What? Yeah, that's, I, not, that's not normal. I think that there's also like even for the uniform folks, like there's just not anything that he's probably got in his mind. Well, I'm not going to say anything to make him happy, so I won't say anything at all. Which hey, is Mitch, just a silly, silly way to go about it. What the hell's going on with these Twitter logos? How about you answer that first and foremost? We're all freaking confused beyond belief. Seriously. <laughs> I, I can, you just can't question what he's done for athletics at UK, but mm -hmm. you can start to kind of just be annoyed with, with the way things are being ran. Mm -hmm. It's like the results are great. We love that. But boy, we're, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind something, something new. Yep. Because we've had the logos forever. They just uh, they forgot about it. I'm not being convinced otherwise. Uh one texture says Wildcats is the greatest football movie of all time. Everybody's All American is a very underrated football movie. Uh Don't never think I've, I think I've heard of Wild I've heard of Wildcats though. But I don't think I've I don't, I don't think I've heard of the other one. 
Yeah, hey, I, uh, I have not. Go on to the next one. I'm sending some more over. Okay. Uh, Coach Carter, like Mike, Space Jam, Above the Rim, Glory Road, He Got Game, Loving Basketball, White Man Can't Jump. I don't... White Man Can't Jump, I am embarrassed I didn't mention that. I mean, that movie is awesome. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit, never seen it. This is as bad as when you said you hadn't seen Dumb and Dumber, and that was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but never seen the whole movie. Oh, my so. goodness gracious. Nicholas Roush. Yep. You've got a kid now. You need to be more responsible. <laughs> really? Coach Carter and Mike Mike, though, those were, I mean, and Space Jam. Those were great. Like, they came out at perfect times, at perfect ages for me. Like, like Mike came out, I think I was 12. I was the same age as Bow Wow when that was happening. So, like, of course, that movie was great. Especially because they could use the the players in the movie. You know, they had the scenes of them on the court. Those were great. Yeah. Uh, also, another great one, Luck of the Irish. Oh, yeah. People forget. Great basketball movie. Don't forget. People forget that I watched Luck of the Irish like the night before the pandemic to get me pumped up for March Madness. And then the next day we find out that everything was just going to be poof. Wow. Maybe you should. What an ironic twist. Maybe, maybe if I rewatch Luck of the Irish, we get into all this. <laughs> um. So Bill Connolly just released a ranking of the top 100 college football coaches. From the last 50 years, Kentucky, two different submissions. Do you have any guesses which one they would be? Well, I've got a good feeling about one of them. Who's that? Paul Bear Bryant. Last 50 years. I, oh. guess, I guess Bear wow. was in the 80. He retired in 81. But right, I bet, just I bet last 50 years. Rich Brooks got to be on there. Yes, he came in at 80th. Hey, where do you go, Rich? Yeah. I can't help but think that the tomatoes and fishing probably bumped him up there. They, and they then, still do include Bear, though. He did, he did, he just made the cut. So, Bear, so all right, three. Your two. We have three. I don't know who the, is it Clay, is it Claiborne? Yeah. Clay, Jerry Claiborne comes okay. in at 73 and sandwiched in between them in number 76, old Bobby Petrino. What? Yeah. I mean, I guess I mean, he, you know, he, 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 he was good. Like, he, he, you know, Arkansas had some. Did they good, win a, the Sugar Bowl when he was at Arkansas? Because I think I they, they were, mean. I don't know if they won BCS, two BCS bowls. If that was the case, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the formula was. He's a pretty math-based guy, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what went into these rankings. Um, it's probably just straight up wins. I mean, Petrino. Think about how many he banked playing terrible teams in the Big East and Conference USA. You know. So yeah, he's got that on his resume. Interesting list. I'd like to check that out. A uh, football, high school football, a week away from today. Saint yep. X scrim- scrimmaging Frederick Douglass tonight. That's yeah. a big time scrimmage. I think Luckett might be be going to check out because you know they got some. There's there's a junior for Saint X. I think his name is Micah Carter, who's a big time prospect. Uh, you know, obviously you got all the kids at Douglas. So. Uh, but yeah, that that'll be a big one. I wish that one was in town, uh, but that's actually at at the farm out there in uh, in Lexington. Yeah, that 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 I'm I'll be anxious to kind of just hear the scores and how uh, how Sanex look. Everybody keeps talking about how this is their big season. Uh, where are we out on the text line? Did you read the next one? Teen Wolf is the best basketball movie. Remember the Titans is football. Sandlot's baseball. Mighty Ducks hockey and Talladega Nights is for racing. <laughs> Um, I would agree with all except Teen Wolf, but I haven't seen Teen Wolf. So. Teen Wolf, it's hilarious. <laughs> I've just Dexter seen the said, part where he's like doing a handstand on top of a car that's like going down a street. 
Texter says, Glory Road, Blue Chips, He Got Game, Air Bud, Luck of the Irish, High School Musical, Basketball. Basketball. And Trevor's favorite basketball movie of all time, Double Team. <laughs> Who could forget about that? I love doing the double team move every once in a while. Where you, you you pump your heels, really fake them out. Yeah. The old <laughs> double team move. A texter says, John here, TGIF morning to all. Hey, I don't know if I can trust Bob's the Field of Dreams game. I don't know what that means. Do you mean Bob Evans? What does Bob's mean? Bob Evans, yeah. That's what that's what uh, Justin calls it. Okay. The Field of Dreams game was very cool, and the movie was great, and the Hoosier is so much better than Coach Carter. I also enjoyed the pistol, the birth of a legend. Pete Maravich is such an underrated player. Does not really get the respect he deserves. Shane and sharp come on down and showcase your skills to help us win another championship we'll got to go have a great week and talk to you later all over the place there john yeah i think the pistol movie is actually a documentary so that doesn't count um unless it was like a made for tv thing a long time ago i've never heard of it but shane sharp yeah that was uh was it matt norlander who said that shane sharp to kentucky is a lock of all locks i didn't i don't know if i saw that verbatim but i think people have kind of felt good about that and i think somebody said that like Tipton edits or something like somebody was kind of hinting that, Hey, there could be some big news coming down some in the recruiting world. So folks are kind of speculating. I don't care when it happens. Just go land them. Yeah. I think he, a lot of people think he's easily the best or one of the best, the best scorer in the class. I don't know. Sure. If that's debatable. So that'd be great to have It'd be a good piece to, to build around. Yeah. That, that was his exact quote. I think him going to Kentucky is considered the lock of all locks. <laughs> oh, and then he said, I think Sharp has the shot of being the best guy in the class. That'd be great. Go out and make it happen, John Calipari. Uh, Texture says, best scene of semi-pro, corn dogs. Corn dogs, Jackie. For all these people. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari is a decent, uh, is a recent good sports movie, although racing is as popular as football and baseball. It qualifies. That was a good movie. That I was, was a good I, movie. I had yeah. low expectations for that, and that, that was really good. I didn't think it should have won like any major awards, but it was a good movie. Yeah. At, at a minimum, it was an entertaining watch, and that's a good point, Keith. Texter says, my guess is Team Roush goes six under, and Team TJ goes 17 under. Not bad guesses. I, I would that would be I'd be I'd be I'd be happy with that. Again, anything less than 16 under, I won't be thrilled about, but I'm gonna I'm really gonna try to shoot for that birdie and average hole. No pars. Oh, uh or whatever pars we do get, we make up for with an eagle. The Shaden Sharp thing reminded me that Tomiwa Durajau is announcing his commitment tomorrow afternoon, uh, sometime between noon and four. UK's a finalist, and nobody really knows where this is going to go. Like, uh, there's a couple others in there, but like, people can't get a read on it. Folks around UK, uh, you know, I reached out yesterday and they don't. They can't get a feel on it either. So he's kept it close to the vest, and it, it could be anybody. So uh, something just to keep your eyes peeled, uh, eyes on tomorrow afternoon. All righty. Hey, shout out to Tyrese Maxey for being 31 points, man. Totally he was dominant. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Great game and by Maxey. Didn't have to take 29 shots to do it, only 23. So, haha. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah Jackson continues to play well, which is exciting. And Emmanuel Quickly also doing some awesome things. New York folks just love Emmanuel Quickly, which is cool mm. to see. They should. And Philly folks are starting to like really think Tyrese is going to 
play a big role. So that's that's cool to see. He did some nice things last year as well. So uh, that that's cool from some former cats. Texer says, "What? Oh, where are we at here? What did did you What did you think of the golf movie? Greatest movie ever played? Steve, never never seen it. You know, I want, it was the Shia Buff one where he's like a kid playing in the U.S. Open, and I watched some of it, but just meh. I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever, I don't think Best I ever watched all that. Is Caddyshack, and as no. much as I love Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore's amazing. It's number two. Can't you can't top Caddyshack? Ten Cups, just great reference, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, ten cup it into the into the water. Um, Texture says Ole Miss has a hundred percent vaccination rate in their football program. Do you think UK could or should reach hundred percent? How bad would we feel if a promising season gets cut short because of pseudo freedom fighters? Yeah, I don't. I, Stoop said they'll get close, and I think if you are at eighty five, like I think if you get to 85 percent, you're not going to have games cut short because of a COVID outbreak. You know? Yeah, and I would remind you also, Texture people with the vaccination are are testing positive as well. So, uh, but I think what was it, eighty five percent, and then the way they you go about testing and. It's just you have to. You only have to test if somebody's sick. Correct. I think yeah. I, that's, I, that's pretty. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Douglas is in Fuego. Oh, great point, Texter. Man, I love that we're getting more directions on how to get to Harrodsburg. Another Harrodsburg listener here. Take the one fifty one exit and go through Warrensburg, quickest and easiest route. I mean, guys, I've been I've been down this road before. Like one twenty seven, you get it, it was go to Danville, you know. But if you still, guys like, either on I, Twitter or Facebook, just remind Roush how to get to Harrodsburg. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be really friendly of you all. Texter says, you've been whiny all week, old fella. Crush your golf scream. Let's come back strong next week. I haven't been whiny all week. Hey, suck it, buddy. I came in victorious on Monday. I rode that high basically all week, and I don't like seeing my guy, Dekel Crowdis, get injured. So if you got an issue with Dekel, you got an issue with me. But that sounds good. I'll crush the golf scramble and come back strong next week. Yes. Thoughts on picking up your dog's poop and putting in someone else's trash can on the walk. I'm for Oh my it. Yeah. gosh. Anybody that's against that is also just the biggest loser. Oh, and the worst. The I worst can't help. out there. It's a trash can. It's where trash goes. Who cares if somebody else's trash is in it? I've it's never had that ground. happen to me, but I first off, I do think I've gotten some looks, not that I care so much, but I do have somebody, I know somebody that has had somebody complain and they said we put our trash cans in the garage and it'll stink up our garage. Shut up. It's a trash can. It's a garage. <laughs> it's one little bag of dog poop. Get over it. People don't like carrying around dog poop. Be a good neighbor and let your neighbor put their dog's feces in your trash bin. <laughs> Losers. Oh, man. It's silly. Um, another texture says, do you think the photo that's out of Calipari with Matt Bevin is going to hurt his Black Lives Matter movement? Uh, I, I haven't seen that photo. Have you seen it, Roush? Nope. I mean, what if he was like, you know, they were like really chummy with one another? He's taken photos with Matt Bevin before. Yeah, that's not. No, I don't think that's going to hurt his BLM. Uh, I don't think Cal has a BLM movement. Man, when you say like the B movement, I just BM is also a bowel movement. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. My my mind immediately went back to the previous poop text, dog poop text. Oh, this is a great text into the show from from uh, 
from a fan favorite. Please tell Nick that if he quit coaching in 1981, that is still less than 50 years. TGIF, and that's Shannon O'Bannon. Not a strong suit. That was 40 years ago, Roush. You idiot. Everybody loves Shannon O'Bannon, and you probably made people born in 81 furious, buddy. (laughs) I'm not that (laughs) old. Absolutely furious. All right. Well, fun week of radio. That, yeah. that was that was a good time. And we get this weekend. They always fly by. So we'll be back on Monday sooner than later. We'll get a scrimmage update. Yeah. We'll probably get the official word news. on Cal. Yeah, hopefully good news. And anything else on the grand scheme of sports? Mm. Don't, don't think don't, so. No, don't don't think so. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, there's there's out. a bunch of NFL preseason games on tomorrow, too. Yeah. Four, four of them. So you have something to watch between that and summer league. Two more weeks. Uh, we we got high school football, then week zero, the following week, and then it's football time in the bluegrass. It'll be here before you know it. Sounds good to me. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Okay. Walker, Nick Roush, and Douglas, the producer. <laughs>